Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I'm here with Talia Samora. Hi Talia, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, as I was saying to you before we came live, I'm really stressed. So I will briefly tell you how awful my children my child is let's not tar them both with the same brush quite so early on so um just so everyone feels that we're all in this together my well-behaved both my both my children are relatively well-behaved feral at home really good at school which is exactly how I require it to be but one of them's a rebel like me and the other one's you know usually sensible at all times asked to go to the park after school told to come home before dark absolutely pitch black no sign of her no answering her phone absolute blind panic even my husband was convinced that she was dead even my daughter how, was convinced 11 was oh wow stomped scary. the way that she would walk home to the park to find that she was still in the park with her friends having a jolly old time so I'm only just coming down from the absolute blind panic that I felt at the time so this wine is well required absolutely Sounds yeah like so to all the mothers out there if you could just pop a little comment underneath and let me know what the adequate punishment is because I've told her she's a cat and I'm not exactly sure that I'm going to let her have nine lives and that's all I've said so far. <laughs> Although so she's taken, her she's taken the phone away yeah. that she's decided not to pick up yet. Yeah. I think that well, would it be was, my first. It was dead, but I didn't let her away with that being a good enough excuse because she should have left the park as soon as her phone died. But she's so, with a group of friends who have phones too. Yeah. So phone's gone, computer's gone, and haven't quite taken her life yet. 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 But there's more to come. There is. So, Talia, what is your business called and what do you do? So, my business is, is called Talia Zamora, ingenious, I know. Um, and <laughs> I'm a business strategy coach. So, I work with women like us uh, who have run their own business, solopreneurs. Uh, they're mainly women that are young in their business. So, I mean, from like zero to three years type young. Um, unless they're women that have got have had a little side hustle for years and kind of are ready to make it big and go all in so um, I work with them to 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 build a vision and grow their business and that could be in any number of ways depending on the female and where she's at so so what type of things do you help with is it so um I'm learning more about the kind of coaching world because I've got um, some coaches in at the moment as we're scaling the business and everything to kind of give me strategy and stuff. Like, it'll help me with strategy. I'm quite good at strategy, but, you know, give me the kind of the kick up the ass. It's a kick <laughs> up the ass. So, um, and I'm learning that some people are coaches and they, you know, how would you like to do it? And what can we do? You know, and other people are kind of mentors where it's like, do this by then, do it now. Blah, blah. Like, so what type of, you know, are you, do you call yourself a coach? Do you know so how, how does it work with you? Interesting that you've come up with that question because originally I called myself a mentor because I was, I'm more of a hands-on, let's do this, and I will help them as well as advise and guide them. Um, but so many people within the community referred to me as a coach, and I kept on getting referred to as a coach. So I thought, 
you know what, I'm just going to have to be a coach. <laughs> and if that's what people think that I am. And also they don't get the difference between mentor and coach. Coach is more of a word that people understand. Um, but I am really hands-on and I, I am an ideas person. Uh, and whereas a coach traditionally is somebody that guides you more than uh, gets involved. Um, but I do, um, I do enjoy getting involved and helping them out and um, you know, being part of that development of their business and supporting them as they go. Um, I'm not a big hard and fast, right, you've got to get this done. Um, I do do, we do set actions on a weekly basis. Uh, we do uh, refer to things back and forth through the week um, when I work with somebody. But if they don't hit their target uh, each week, it just stays on there and as part of their actions that they still need to do. And sometimes things take longer than planned, such as a website, because you're relying on somebody else or logo or branding, for instance, or if you're um, needing to set up a email system or Facebook or something like that. Sometimes these things can take a bit longer than they do the, the, the time that we have in between our sessions. So, yeah, I, so but essentially what you do is you kind of guide them along the way, give them attitude. See, so stressed. Give them ideas and strategy, which was one word that I was trying to put together, and and kind of help them along that way to to build a, a business. Is that kind of what yes. you do? So, so as you go along, is there a is there a specific type of business that you like to work with, or it's a, it's more of a specific type of person than the business. Ah, okay, tell it's, me more. Um, because um, not everybody that comes to me is going to be the type of person that wants to work with me and vice versa. And um, I'm kind of, I'm quite a, a, a laid back kind of person. And um, I've been told that I am very calm, although when my, when my children, I'm not. Um, so <laughs> yeah, please do tell me you scream as much as I did today because I was ready to kill that girl. I do, I do scream quite a lot, but, um, and uh, this year in particular has been quite a screamy year funnily enough but um, I'm sure you've experienced that yourself <laughs> but um yeah so it's the type of person if we we gel and get on um and it's whether they're willing to to learn if they want to be guided not everybody um wants to work with a coach and they need to have an understanding of the the process and be happy about it and to and when I say willing to, to learn, it's just about how putting those strategies and processes in place so to help them with their business growth. And if you're not the kind of person that likes to hear from other people ideas and strategies and um, be told what to do, not that I'm forcing them, but that's in essence what I'm doing is telling them what to do and to make that business growth and to hit their targets and achieve their goals. Um, so you've got to be somebody that wants to learn and wants to receive that support for it to work, really. Yeah, I completely agree that I don't, I've never wished to be everything for everyone. And I think it's really important that you have people that you can work with and people that you can't work with. I, You're a lot nicer than me. I say that I just don't work with assholes and that's kind of a, a blanket statement. But I think you, you are the same in that you know the people that resonate with you and you kind of stick with those people which is a very wise choice yeah. so we were talking about the ha the whole lockdown so let's go into that because you know obviously we're both parents yeah I was I wasn't born to be a teacher I mean you okay, and me I, wasn't, both. I was born to be a teacher as in to help people as in 
to impart the things I know into other people. I love that. Yeah. I was not born to teach my children. No. I wasn't born to teach any children. Full stop. No. I think other people I think other children would be more grateful for my, for me than my children are. My children are not grateful for anything I do. No. 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 Then, so there's how no have you found complaint, isn't there? Like Oh 100%. Nothing yeah. is good enough. Absolutely nothing is good enough. I lost my absolute mind the other day and was just spilling all of the you know the nonsense of I do everything for you and you've no idea and it became this like puddle of nonsense until I kind of looked up and my teenage daughter was looking at me like are you okay mum and I was like clearly not I've lost my mind <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to reason with a freaking 13 year old that's not going to get me anywhere what, what did I think I was achieving here anyway so um how have we found lockdown other than you know insanity alcoholism and finding the covid stone well i think that kind of about sums it up i <laughs> i did not enjoy teaching my children um and i did actually quit literally i um i emailed the school and said don't expect anything else from us we're done yeah i've had enough um, we did have an absolute hilarious moment where so my, my eldest was, do, was doing pretty well. I mean, the first week she was useless. She pretended she was doing stuff and wasn't doing it. And obviously I was, you know, working full time. I, you know, couldn't yes. get on top of her. So that was quite hilarious. And um, the teachers got, you know, onto me and said, she's not doing anything. She started doing it all. That was great. And then a week later, we got a message from drama and music saying, you know, she's not handing any work. And I was like, whoa. Like, I absolutely draw a line here. There is no way I'm going to convince my daughter to put on a play, nor do I want to fucking listen into it, or put on some sort of musical performance, or, as they suggested, make an instrument. She's 13. I'm not going to ask her to make an instrument. She is not three years old. So I just said to them, I'll let you know if I want her to start partaking in this. Please don't contact me again, because she will not be doing drama and music throughout lockdown. Sorry about that, no. Good for you. Yeah, just there's, there's certain things that I thought were important, you know, maths, English, science, you know, all of that. But music and drama, like, no, she's dramatic enough. She does not oh, need any you could help. You just recorded the drama at the kitchen table. You know. <laughs> that, that could have been made into an episode of EastEnders. Absolutely, absolutely. I could have done the I could have done the duff duff duffs for them. Yeah. Oh, this is the pinnacle moment. Duff duff. Yeah. Yeah. You could have done that. You could have put cameras in the house and had your moments in that too. Oh, I'd have got I'd have got Oscars. Yeah. I mean, I I genuinely she got the drama from me. I genuinely lose my absolute mind, and then come out of it and think, oh, that helped nobody at all. Yeah. So how has it affected your business then? It was it was a struggle, it really was. And that was part of me giving up because the minute that I, they were online doing their lessons, the minute I went into a meeting and left them to it, they'd be on YouTube doing their gaming stuff. And then I'd come back in, they were like pretending that, you know, we're back online, it's okay, we're doing our lesson. And clearly not, that was, that was pointless. So I got to a point where I just took the screens away, everything was gone. They don't have a screen at school. Um, so actually, from nine to three, there was no screens. And they were forced to do colouring, to do quizzes, to to listen to audible books, to read. They I left them to their own devices. We, we got rid of the schoolwork and 
uh, I was a lot happier. So, <laughs> I, that's what I regularly do. Just give me all devices. In fact, yeah. you know, the youngest that's totally screwed up today, she's not allowed any devices and has to sit downstairs. She's not even allowed to get comfortable in her bedroom. No, you will be punished by spending more time with your family because that's what lockdown does. So what <laughs> benefits did you get out of lockdown? Um, I, uh, I suppose that, that regular time with the kids because I did actually get into going out with them every day after lunch we'd go out for a walk or we'd go out on our bikes or we'd do something together and that was healthy for me because I sit here in my office day in day out don't even really stop much for lunch. terrible for it yeah so having them to there that I was putting them you know taking care of them meant that I was taking care of me at the same time in that sense uh, and whereas they've gone back to school and I'm not doing any of that it's kind of gone out the window so I, I I've been rudely awakened to the fact that I actually need to um because I had gym membership and I don't do that anymore <laughs> so it was I've it's it's come to my attention recently that I really do need to put some more exercise activities back into my daily routine so yeah it's yeah. um but yeah, it was nice to have that time with them for sure. And as much as there was fighting and all the rest of it, there were there were good moments too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're still assholes, but yeah, it was quite nice, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So has it made you change the path of your business or what's the, what's the future plans for the business? Um, do you know what? Um, I don't think that did. I think it did make me um, kind of, a little bit more focused on what I wanted to do and how I was doing it especially at the time and then I've continued a lot of that in terms of I was networking before and have done online quite a lot um, I really really miss normal face-to-face -face networking but I am very grateful that there is online networking too so I'm looking forward to going see back. See you, I'm useless at networking. Uh, see that's how I get to know my clients and I find that um, it's a nicer way for them to get a, a feel for who I am and what I do and it feels a little bit forced when it's online um, or when you're on Don't the you phone. Don't you find it fake on face-to-face -face networking though? I no, find it really false. When I stand up and do my minute I feel a little bit like this is kind of like a bit of a picture. That's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and don't love that bit so much, but I, I do like the bit where you go in and if you met them once before, it's so much easier to say, hey, how are you? And like you, it's more genuine once you've met them once before. The first time sometimes can be a bit like small talk, but um, once I've, I went to Mums Unlimited, TBC, like local ones, um, Business Buzz. So I'd get to know people and it was also like having colleagues. So I really appreciated yes. it in that sense as well, because used to, I came from a background of working with hundreds of different people and then to be suddenly working on my own. It was it's lovely to have that ne networking to then build those relationships with people that, are, yeah, I like an extended version, you know, other, <laughs> other entrepreneurs. So it's, it's quite nice to have that that group and that network. I, I do appreciate it. So it has made me realise how valuable that is for me. And I want to go back to it. And I suppose more recently I've been reviewing who I work with and how and trying to niche down even more than I used to be in terms of the types of people and definitely the, the mummies, that's for sure. The ones that are going through exactly the same as what we're going through and those challenges, because building a business around your family 
is something that you, you've got to be realistic about because otherwise yeah. you can let yourself down really. uh, you know, and it's hard work it's demotivating so you've got to be so realistic about it yeah completely because the age doesn't make a difference to to how you run your business because it feels so hard when they're tiny because I I mean literally with Aoife the youngest I took three weeks off and just went straight back into work and you probably didn't even take the full three weeks off I just yeah I just I'm running my own business yeah absolutely Um, totally yeah and but then now they're older and it's just different things that get in the way now still just as hard but just different yeah so yeah so always mummy guilt though do you know what I'm really good for not having the guilt 99% of the time that's great so I really don't give a fuck what people think about me and I it was interesting I was talking to my dad about it this weekend because my dad I mean you think I have a no filter my dad there literally is nothing between his brain and his mouth nothing doesn't not even doesn't even step a beat the boy says it as he says as he sees it but I was saying to him and and he's you know and he's absolutely insane clearly got it from someone but um luckily my mum's a businesswoman so it was watered Uh, down by me getting a bit of both of that yeah but I was saying to him um on Saturday that um you know out of all the asshole things about my dad I love the fact that I got not giving a shit what anyone thinks about me from him because it just it's only I mean I've been doing this for 10 years and it's only as I've got older I realized there's so many women who have the mum guilt and so many people who have you know that people pleaser you know and I've just never had never really had either of them I have moments and stuff like I I get because I'm so visible online I get quite a lot of haters and stupid messages and stuff like that and a couple of weeks ago I had um really bad um sinus I get sinusitis and it you know went anyway I I was just feeling really low because it really hit me bad Mm. and um and it just made me feel shit and I got really hateful message and it really hit me and they never hit me and I was like oh and you know it didn't take long and I got over it and everything but I just you know I suddenly thinking this is what it feels like for people who aren't like me every single day and it's awful yeah yeah just so I do kind of wish that everyone had a a little bit of me not a lot of me because I am you know completely insane but if people could have anything from me I would wish for them to have the not giving a fuck because I just it's such a nicer way to live because I'm nice I'm nice to people you know as long as they're nice to me but but their opinion of me means nothing because it's their opinion you know if you if you didn't like me I would still be me it wouldn't change me at all and I would hope that that would be for everyone another one of my ranks for the day I've got Um, a a number of different mottos and one of them is to um not it's none of my business what other people think of me and I I continually repeat that to myself if I'm ever in a kind of a moment of you know wobble because it really is none of my business and I quite like it the other way around when people say I really don't like you and, and I say, <laughs> that's, that's okay. That Are you okay. okay? And they're like, uh? And I think, well, I don't like you either, but I was still being nice to you and I felt no need to tell you that. But you felt you needed to tell me that so there's something you're obviously feeling bad so are you okay and the people are like oh how horrific and I'm, eh. 
there's something wrong with you. Anyway, <laughs> what made you start your business? true though. I mean, why would you need to tell me that? I didn't need to tell you that. I, you know, I thought you were an asshole as well. That's why. Anyway, it's, so what made you start your business then? Um, I think that the whole nine to five being stuck at a desk and wanting flexibility for my kids, um, not wanting to ask a boss for time off for school assembly, for doctor's appointments, you know, for, you know, not wanting to have to ask for permission just to, even to leave 10 minutes early because my kid's sick, or, you know, it just annoyed me. But also the fact that I was fighting against men to climb the ladder in, in industry and I, I felt like that was really frustrating. I was, I did, I worked in contract management for a while with a, a lot of, um, a lot of men in estates department and yeah there was there was a yeah yeah I know it well especially contracts and um yeah there was a there was a limit to where I could climb because there was because I was yes exactly to put it bluntly yeah so without that penis and with children at home um oh so you were yeah because yeah Exactly. Yeah. Aww. Because I, I had dependence. I was definitely a lesser of a... baggage. It's not dependence, darling. Echo baggage. We'll give them away eventually. <laughs> I know. Never really understood this whole baggage thing. Like, where do I drop them off? Like, I don't understand. If there was somewhere where I could put them regularly, Lost and I would found. have done it. <laughs> See, we we joke as a family, and it is thoroughly accurate. There is not a person on this earth, although I didn't find it quite so funny this evening. Obviously, but there's not a, not a person on earth that would steal my children and not return them very quickly. <laughs> I've made a mistake. Please have them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think so, I, feel, I agree with you. Uh, so anyway, so a lot of it was to do with kids wanting flexibility, and I. I, flexibility is the, the, the word there for sure, because if anybody is listening who isn't an entrepreneur and thinks that actually they can come out of their nine to five and work less, they've got another thing coming because you don't. Again, on every single podcast, I say, I don't give a fuck what people think about me and working for yourself is choosing which 16 hours a day you work. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is. Like, this is not the easy road, but the reason you can be good at it you will be good at it if you love it you cannot do this if you do not love what you do because yeah. you cannot work for 16 hours straight without or 16 hours in a 24-hour period without loving what you do like there has been multiple times where I've had you know a parents evening or a play or you know a school trip or whatever and I've had to you know work through the night because that's what I wanted to do you know I love my business and I love my kids and I want to do the same so yes. yeah sometimes yeah, exactly. so if someone wants to work with you where can they find you so on oh, my website taliazamora.com is a good way to find me otherwise i'm on facebook and i've got a community of lovely ladies um that are all entrepreneurs and i'm in there yeah you're in there <laughs> success made simple is that group and that's fantastic it's lovely to have um to be with others that are like-minded uh, i do really appreciate that and i also have a a coaching group which is um, where I help and direct and train and do um, group coaching, and which is a lovely community too, with um, a few uh, well-being type uh, holistic um, businesses for sure. They're they're very much um, a caring community. The ladies that are in that. Ah. Group. Well, if you have people that are in the kind of 
sorry for getting feedback there if we're, if you have people who are in the kind of beauty-ish industry um claire my business partner she is starting the um my salon this week hashtag challenge on instagram from the first oh, of december so that would be open, great for your guys has she got her own salon that she's now able to open next week no but lots of our <laughs> clients have oh, how frustrating we were you know because because we help salon owners we yeah. give them all the information that we have you know because we we usually get it before everyone else um saying you know you can open on the third get everyone get ready blah blah, blah. and then mm. they changed it you know to the second like that and everyone's like Geez. but i mean it's great they've got an extra day of trading but the constant ch- i mean i've been really kind of behind the government on none of us were expecting this this is a very hard situation for everyone so let's mm. give you know everyone a break no one wants to be boris right now ever um so you know kind of let's do what we can do but the constant changing it was just i mean come on it's been really hard i've got a lady in my group that's coming on live and she's coming on live on wednesday and she does accessories and jewelry and she um she was planning to start a a pop-up shop in harpenden on thursday and has now (laughs) contacted me today saying i'm gonna have to go live from the shop because they've given me wednesday now so which is amazing yeah, but, yeah. yeah it's it's really strange how these things are just happening within within a few hours you know they're deciding and just announcing them so it's yeah. a really odd situation let's not talk about christmas because i'm still not getting to see my family so we'll brush over that oh, swiftly anyway good. we're coming to the end of oh, it is what it is yeah. we're coming to the end of the podcast and we end all of the podcast with the eight mile moment so i don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me i love eminem and i love the movie the eight mile and he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him he's skinny he's white his mum lives in a trailer so talia what are the worst things about you the worst things about me is that i say fuck to my kids a lot we're not at them but in front of them that is daily, definitely daily. yeah yeah um, that I go to bed way too late, probably drink way too much, um, yeah, and watch crap TV. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that. <laughs> Thanks. At all. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. Next time, give me some more warning as to what... <laughs> Never. Can you imagine if people had warning about what they were going to say, they would say something... Completely... The only thing I say is, never have warning and never ask your husband. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely I don't do, I don't do the second one that's for sure that no. really tell <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for being on the podcast and as always if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk say goodbye Talia goodbye Talia <laughs> bye Talia <laughs>